Hi everyone, this is Karan. I'm Yashasvi. We are Bad in Bollywood. And we have a guest returning at Deep Fried Neurons. Anuj is here with us. You didn't let me cue the fucking man. Anuj, cue uh, the fucking. It's copyright, man. That's copyright. <laughs> ten, stuff. Ten, 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 ten. Okay, fine. We don't want to get sued by you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for using your thing on our podcast. He is a law student. Yeah. yeah. He would he would rip us limb from limb. I mean, at this point, I'm thinking of like copy striking myself so I, I could get some money. Yeah. That's a flex. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just copyright yourself? Uh, somebody <laughs> actually did that, by the way. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. This week's movie is a very special one. Yeah. It's... Uh, Anuj, why don't you take this away? Yeah, you know what, Anuj, introduce this movie. It's okay. So, well... Introduce a plot, yeah. Everybody's read the title of the movie in the... Yeah. In the... What, what app do you guys listen to? Spotify. And then, well, the plot of the movie is... Two losers take a bus to Uti to gaslight rich girl, then kidnap and rescue the same uncle. As yeah. one does. Yeah. I As mean, one does. Have you ever taken a bus to Uti with your bro and then just ended up kidnapping an old man? That's just how we roll. In order to impress your girlfriend and then run into crime master Gogo, after which Teja comes and then Teja tries to shoot you. What is Teja? What is Teja? I mean, yeah. I shouldn't be saying these lines. What is Teja? What is Teja? Before before you go to YouTube and give me dislikes on every video, I just need to le- let you guys know that like me and Yashasvi are huge fans. Huge of the movie. fans. I mean, this this movie was uh, very special to me. I used to watch it almost every other day, <laughs> and uh, I had the VCR, the the VHS tape of it. Ooh, yeah, that's a flex. You're oh, wow. also very old. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> God, I feel old. I had the Lion King cassette too. Mm-hmm. Basically, every fucking Disney movie and Andaz up now. Uh-huh. Yeah. But um, the first time I watched Andaz Apna Apna was on ZTV and I didn't revisit the video after I was 9 years old until my brother bought uh, Amir Khan the Genius Collection. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the one of the one of the CDs was Andaz Apna Apna and that's the only one that got played so much that it actually just stopped working eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but Karan, what's your relationship with this movie? Um, so... Just throwing you under the bus casually. Yeah, right? uh, <laughs> last night was the first time I watched this movie. The first time you've ever watched it? The first time Have I've ever seen Have you ever seen, seen like, it. snippets of it catching I've seen TV. I've seen snippets in... Like, I've seen some clips on, like, Instagram. Okay. And then maybe some, like, memes about it. While you know? growing up, did you Crime ever... Crime Master Gogo is definitely a term that... Like, a name that I've heard a lot. And growing up, did you ever catch it on TV or did you... No, I didn't. And here's my... Fucking, like, I just can't, I, you know, I get this question a lot. It's like, yeah. Karan, how have you not seen Andaz Apna Apna? And I'm like, it came out in 1994. I was born in 1993. Both of you are younger than me and yet have already seen this movie. And everyone presumes that even though I was one year old when this movie came out, that I would have watched it in theaters or something. I mean, you know, you're supposed to watch this movie. But it, is, it is a weird thing uh, that uh, all of our contemporaries have watched this movie and they were born around 1994. So uh, maybe 92 to 98, everyone's watched it, but they're too young to understand it in theaters. Which is, which is kind of what leads us into the next point about this movie is that no one actually really watched this in theaters. Yeah. I mean, Anuj, you get into it in your video essay, plug, 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 deep fried neurons. If I say plug, plug, plug three times, yeah. <laughs> it's, it counts as a big plug. His, his video gets every monetized, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, it, it works every time. Susan herself comes and promotes my video on trending. That's yeah. what happens. Oh, Susan Sarandon, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. What is Susan? She's a huge Andaz Apna Apna fan. She is, isn't yeah. she? Shout out to Susan. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that? Anyway. 
So yeah, uh, you watched it for the first time, and you know I get that you don't watch a popular movie. I, I didn't watch Hera Fairy until like two months ago, and that was, so let's compare the two experiences, right? Yeah, I really enjoyed Hera Fairy. Hera Fairy is really really fucking. Nineteen yeah. years later, twenty years later almost. Yeah, and it's it's the funniest thing I've seen in my life. And I was expecting a similar reaction to Andaz Apna Apna, but uh, you didn't react that way, and I can see why. Oh boy. Okay, here we go. All right, everyone. <laughs> um, Strap on to your childhoods, because I'm about to ruin it. <laughs> no, I, I think what it is. So when the movie starts, yeah, for me, I was into it. So I, I liked the setup. I liked Amir Khan. Salman also was tolerable. This is the most I've liked Salman hmm. in any movie. I think at some point, I just felt overwhelmed by this movie. Like I felt mm. like so much was happening, and I felt like every scene. There was like fifty things being thrown at me, and then it. After a while, there's like diminishing returns. So I think initially, when like the jokes are flying, you're like, ah, that's funny, that's funny. And then you're like, oh, this is just this is gonna keep going. It gets exhausting. It gets exhausting. Yeah. Because it is a long movie as well. It's a two-hour, fifteen-minute movie. And if you told me in 2019 that there would be a comedy that was almost three hours long, that's ridiculous, right? That's insane. Also, I mean, you also have to take in account that except for the first uh, sketch, which Amir Amir Khan is in, like yeah. the entire Govinda and Juhi Chawla bit, yeah. Except that all of it is just slapstick comedy. Yeah, I ninety percent at least. So, like, I understand why in today's time that wouldn't fly, mm-hmm. or like if you judge it after looking at comedy for so long, why it wouldn't be the same thing. Also, it's very improvised. Like a lot of bits, uh, a lot mm-hmm. of the funny bits actually, the word improvised by the actors. Mm-hmm. And uh, over time, what I've noticed, at least now, is that comedy is very dated in terms of references. So, like they always refer to what's happening now. Mm-hmm. So, if you go and watch a movie from ten years ago, comedy or non-comedy, it'll always have references that might go over your head. But mm-hmm. in 1994, it didn't have that. I mean, it was just physical comedy. You know, uh, pulling faces, falling down things. Uh, Looney Tunes type of stuff, mm-hmm. but what made Andaz Apna Apna like better, in your opinion, than something like Hasina Manjaegi or comedies from the '90s? Why is Andaz Apna Apna considered the best one? Well, I mean, um, number one, you could just go watch my video essay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. We're done. Um, <laughs> see you guys next week. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> no, but seriously though, uh, even even in the context that like the. From the context of the uh, comedies in the '90s, this was the first one where nobody was taking this movie seriously, at least on screen. Like mm-hmm. every character and every actor in that movie was very much out of their element as they were seen at the time. Yeah. Because like even in Hasina Manjaegi, the villains by themselves are are truly evil people. They try to kill people. Yeah. Yeah. But here, none of the villains seem like a serious threat. Are yeah. you telling me Crime Master Gogo doesn't keep you up at night? No. Did your mother not tell you stories about Crime Master Gogo? Soja, beta, soja, varna Crime Master Gogo aaja. Okay. I'm going to be doing this the whole time. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned that. So I've been thinking about that point. Like, yeah, you're right. Every character in this movie doesn't take themselves seriously. Yeah. But sometimes I think the issue arises with that because. A lot of times, there's a straight man. I mean, for lack of a better word, you mm. know the term like the person that's like the only grounded person in the story. Yeah. And then uh-huh. bonkers shit happens around, like Arrested Development. Michael Bluth is like just he's serious, and his family is bad shit. Yeah. So the comedy comes from him going, "What is going on in my family?" That's kind of the that's where the essence of the jokes come from. 
in this movie everyone's fucking crazy everyone's, everyone's crazy. crazy everyone's crazy amir isn't saying salman's full on bonkers ravina karishma no one's like there's no one going dude this is a bit weird isn't it like there's <laughs> Like, no so one is telling me the plan is to get yourself hit in the head to enter the girl's house and then get yeah. tied up from then everyone's like yeah sure. yeah it's like in uh, mulan who's the character who is kind of like going like okay are we seriously singing songs is that the dragon right yeah there's some character who is kind of almost removed from the entire structure of the plot just to give you an insight into like hey this is how funny it is Sometimes straight characters highlight how funny characters kind are. Kind of like Delhi Belly, you have Imran Khan. Imran Khan, yeah. who's just like straight face the whole time, and everything around him is not. Just falling the shit. Yeah. So while I do like that this movie is unique in that way, especially the villain bit, because the whole like creepy villain, like juxtaposed with like Cho, like Govindad, you know, cracking jokes or Kadar Khan yeah. <laughs> in Hasina Manjagi. Um, I do feel like you need someone to ground it. Like at least for me, I mean, maybe that's what works for me. Yeah, you know what I mean. I also like as I've watched this movie like I've maybe like three thousand, five thousand mm-hmm. times. Same. Like there's no there's no argument there that they it's been watched rewatched so many times. Yeah. Um, over the years, I've I've sort of had this theory that this is also a parody of the Bollywood narrative. Mm-hmm. Like uh, a high stake heist, a high stake kidnapping. uh two men falling in love with women mm. all of it happening but like none of it is taken seriously it's all yeah. turned on its head yeah it's it's all turned on its head and that's why i thought the this movie was kind of genius yeah because even when like um now usually this is reserved for the later part of the podcast the misogyny bit mm-hmm. yeah this is the only movie from 1990 to 2010 mm. that i remember where the men being creepy is actually creepy yeah mm. because ravina is not on board with that at yeah. all and it doesn't turn it turn into romance until much later yeah so the creepiness is seen for what it is like being creepy yeah is, which which sort of at least put me on like a, a side foot yeah. for a minute that these these guys are actual losers but they get rewarded in the end so i don't mm. know like how much it stands the test of time yeah not all of it holds up but, but i do yeah. get i do take your point that they are and a thing that you mentioned which i think is super relevant is that these characters especially the main two characters while they are the heroes of this film for all intents and purposes they're fucking losers right and that's the point losers, yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's the point and, and like you said that doesn't happen in comedies that is not a thing that happens even yeah. today every the the hero is not the butt of the joke mm-hmm. the heroes laughing at someone else like a Johnny Lever comes in that guy is the butt of the joke now not the main character you have two A-list actors who are the butt of the joke which is weird for a 90s movie because you always have like a Govinda with a Sanjay Dutt you know Sanjay Dutt's the big classically macho guy mm. comes in riding on a horse and shit like that yeah and you have Govinda who plays the goofy guy mm-hmm. you know there's always a, a duality in uh comedies like that but you have two losers here the different types of losers you know mm-hmm. because you have amir khan who's a shit talker and he's very clearly been shown to be a shit talker yeah and you have salman khan who's a fucking idiot amir khan lo- feels like he's out of some like shakespearean comedy like in this movie because he is so deluded like the mm. delusions of grandeur where he's just like i believe that i'm bigger than my situation yeah which i love i loved amir khan's whole like the thing with him and his dad <laughs> where he's making him imagine a world that they don't exist in yeah. is one of my favorite scenes in the movie okay i don't mean for anybody to take this personally but like 
Amir Khan is the type of dude that flexes about living living in Worli. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, wow. You're going to get a lot of angry calls from our Worli listeners. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Do we have any Worli listeners? Yeah, I I don't know. I, I mean, if anyone's living in Worli, just give us a shout out. We I tell you where Anuj lives. No worries. I thought it was just our families listening to it. <laughs> Hi, mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. My mom doesn't know that I'm here, so. Hi, auntie. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, auntie. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but another scene actually that is now, bec- I mean, it's a meme. It's a different kind of meme. You know the one where the, there's a man in a bar yelling at a, in a girl's ear? Yeah. And people have used it to like replicate different things. Yeah. Amir Khan is the embodiment of that, in, especially in the scene where he's talking to Ravina and he won't let Ravina speak at all. Like he's just being a complete, and she's trying to tell him the truth, but his fucking mansplaining ass is the, like, that's the reason he's stuck in this situation. There's consequences to it, which is nice, you know. Yeah, which I, that scene also I love. Also, there's one thing which I think would, um, you know, led to the movies later, like, led it to being a cult classic, is that you can pick it up from anywhere. And just continue watching it. That's true. You know, you mm. when whenever you put on a movie or when you're channel surfing, and you find a movie like ah oh, fuck, you know I should have watched it from the beginning, like a Kahuna Pyara or something like that. Mm-hmm. But this is a movie you can just pick up in the middle, like yeah, I know what's gonna happen next, and this is a fun watch, and you don't necessarily have to watch the movie the whole way through, which is an exhausting process. Mm-hmm. Like it's exhausting to watch a three-hour comedy where they're just on all the time, you know. Yeah. So you can pick it up, watch the bits you want to, and then you know just turn the TV off. Yeah, that's true. Okay, interestingly, that that wouldn't hold up for everybody though. Yeah. So um, this is this is a weird crossover that I'm bringing in, but there's a concept called video game literacy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think there's something called Bollywood literacy as well. Yeah, like understanding the basic structure of how Bollywood exactly. works. Yeah. So what Andaz Apna Apna does is that it lays on multiple sketches across yeah. a span of two hours, fifty minutes, mm-hmm. in a Bollywood literacy formula. Okay. Which is why it holds up that way. Is all. Mm-hmm. And it's I a sketch th- after a sketch after a sketch. Exactly. Yeah. So you can watch a crime master go go bit and you're fine. Or yeah. You can watch like a Teja bit and you're fine. But what? No, honestly, watching this from start to finish is quite a task. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It is. I think by the time we got to the end, hmm. I genuinely was waiting for it. Like I couldn't. I was like, okay, I get it. Um, but I think another aspect of that, and you know, people are going to be annoyed. How can he not love that ending? I think it's because of my the fact that I've watched it for the first time because movies before this like any Priyadarshan movie pick up any Priyadarshan movie end this way yeah. and this is the thing that you brought up right that mm. isn't it inspired from some other movie like an English film like that ending where, where everyone, everyone ends up on the same location and interacts with each other it's a something world like it's a mad 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 it's world it's a mad yeah. mad mad like where every character that you've seen in the movie they're gonna end up in that same warehouse or whatever yeah. and that just and happens with every other movie of that Hera Fairy, Fir Hera Fairy, uh, yeah. Bhagam Bhag, all of these movies will have everyone show up at the same location and then it's just chaos and because I've already seen those movies hmm. and now I'm seeing Andaz Abnamna it is a tired trope to me even though Andaz Abnamna did it before all these movies yeah. you know what I mean so in that sense it'll, you, you're just waiting for it to finish you're like okay I know everyone's here I know the good guy's gonna win mm-hmm. just wanted to be over when you guys watched it like in your time, hmm. what was the sentiment in terms of conversations that you guys were having with people about this film? Like, was it just generally positive? Everyone was raving about it or did it grow over time? Did it, did it start as just like a, have you seen that movie? It's on ZTV or did it start as like, this movie's great? Uh, 
Yeah, so when I was eight, I used to explore the deeper themes about the misogyny in this movie. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. No, when I was eight, I was talking about like uh, Shah Rukh Khan, not Shah Rukh Khan. Sorry, Amir Khan throwing the gun in the air, doing the jackass thing and catching it. Mm. And you, with your friends, it's always like, oh fuck, did you see that that funny bit where someone will say a dialogue, mm-hmm. someone will pretend to be crime master, go go. Yeah. You know, just a playground thing. Mm. So it's some, it's a shared experience with everyone. Yeah. You you never go up to a friend like, hey, have you watched Andazap? It was just a thing that was there. Hmm. You know, it's like, did you watch Shakti Man? Like everyone watched. I mean, Shakti imagine hmm. you're like sitting with your bros and like you're playing cricket, yeah, and then yeah. somebody gets bowled at duck, and you're like, there are bandmaster Toto one here. It's a thing. Oh, man. That's a thing. It, it was a shared experience. So it like infiltrated the language almost. Like it yeah. became part of the. You know how we talk about Dil Chata becoming like the. You know, it changed how people communicate. Yeah. Mm. But Andaz Abnabna had the same effect in a different way. Yeah, in a playground way, you know. Ayla, Uima, you know. Ayla and Uima, even I heard. Yeah. Because that, yeah, yeah. that even, even though I didn't even know what this movie was, I knew what that was. So I think something about this movie just percolated into everyone's fucking subconscious. Yeah. Like it became this shared consciousness that everyone knows this movie. Which I find really funny because if you would ask the actors also... When they shot this movie, oh, they probably thought this was like a disaster. In their heads, I don't even know if they knew they were making a good movie. You know. Oh, um, so when it comes to the response of the actors, it's it's spread all over the place because when they were actually filming the bits. Yeah. Um, so I remember comments about specifically this scene where uh, they're picking up uncle mm-hmm. near the mandir yeah. after giving chiller. Love that scene. Yeah, yeah. So that scene. entire scene is mostly improvised, uh-huh. <laughs> and people on the set were losing their shit. Yeah. When they were filming that, uh-huh. but in the theater there was stunned silence. What? During the pre-screening, I'm not kidding. Like wow. stunned silence. So everybody's agent had already anticipated that this is gonna tank, and there's no mm. there's no meaning in like scheduling promoting for this. Yeah. And I think 1994 is the same year when uh, Amir Khan gets Raja Hindustani, or yeah. is that later? No, Raja Hindustani was 96, I think. Yeah, I think it's 96. Yeah, Raja Hindustani is 96, but yeah. that year a big Amir Khan movie comes out, uh-huh. and all of them have hits. That are different from Andaz Apna Apna. Yeah. So they just invest there. Shit, was Kuch Kuch Hota also 94? No, no, no. Kuch Kuch Hota is 99. 99. Kuch Kuch Hota is Yeah, DDLJ. So you have the, the biggest ah, movie fuck. of that decade. That's 97. That's 97. No, I think it, no, no, it's 95. It's 97. Really? DDLJ is as old as I am. Oh. Something big came out in 95. I can't remember what okay. it was. Because DDLJ. Mahara. Maybe. Yeah, Mahara had a big album which, like, competed with it. So let's just go into music of it. I mean, now we're on the topic. Uh, the theme music, you know, the, the spy shit music, anything. The, the, How's it go? Yeah. James Bond, Pink Panther parody music. It does have that. Yeah. And then it goes into a tango bit like, So there's a lot of good songs in this movie. Except, Hello, hello, I love every song. Even the creepy stuff. I don't mind hello, hello, actually. <laughs> Which is hello, hello, no? We skipped that one because it didn't do anything for the plot. Yeah, that one was fine, actually. Even when it started, I was like, oh, this is not too bad. Yeah. The, the music didn't really stand out to me too much. Hmm. Uh, but I don't know what it was, why it didn't connect with me as much. Did you guys know songs that... Broke, how can to bomb bomb, like... Wrong <laughs> with you. Don't even know what you just said. The, the bus song. The Do Mastani Chale Zindagi Oh banane. my god, dude. Oh. <laughs> that song went on forever. That yeah, went, went on forever. forever. They were literally on top of that bus. I've driven to Uti fast. <laughs> <laughs> then that song went on. 
Chaiya Chaiya. Like, I, we keep lauding Chaiya Chaiya as this big song. These were, these guys were on top of a fucking moving bus, dude. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with that? Dude, Bollywood's obsession with dancing on vehicles is amazing. You're on, you're on a fucking cruise ship. Cruise ship, yeah. You're on a train, you're on a bus. I'm sure there's been one car. Like, Dil Chata had it in cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, God. Anyway. But yeah, that, that, that underlying theme of, you know, the spy shit, Pink Panther, James Bond music, mm-hmm. parody, that, that really stuck out to me. Actually, you know what I really liked, and I mean, I guess we're going back, but the intro of this movie, I was like, this is amazing. Because that whole dream sequence <laughs> is fantastic, man. It is brilliant. That dream sequence might be in my top five things I like about this movie. Like, it, it reminded me of um, Scrubs, you know, the show Scrubs. Yeah, he just thinks. Where he, like, has these imaginations and they go completely bonkers. Like, the details of his dream are so relatable, where he's thinking about, like, oh, these men are going to be with her oh what am I going to do with a star that's bigger than like he's thinking it, it is literally his fantasy in his fantasy he's thinking logistics it's it's so good it's so good and then when it comes to the barber scene I also love the barber that yeah, yeah. <laughs> the subplot of the barber who keeps cutting the guys here yeah that that in every time they're showing the dad and him that was also yeah. great so it has these these bits that work you know better. and also uh, they are making fun of the industry in some ways like you know Salman Khan wants to be an actor and then that that guy the agent mm-hmm. this terrible agent who like has his lackey call as Subhash guy <laughs> that was also really good yeah, yeah. <laughs> complete <laughs> fucking yeah. silence <laughs> yep, that was good that was good why am I the one saying good stuff you guys have I, I'm the one that liked this the least see so, here, here's the thing the internet is not gonna fire at us they're gonna fire at you so like uh-huh. you have the most to prove ah <laughs> oh, I have to like yep. you know what you know what guys this movie's fucking overrated right? you know what <laughs> you know Whoa. what yeah. <laughs> the views of Karan are not uh, reflective of the use of views of uh, Bad Bollywood. I would like you to know, not explain your answer. Crime Master Gogo fucking Babura is better than this. Devi Whoa. Prasad Sharma. Those are iconic names, okay? You take that back right now. <laughs> <laughs> Crime Master Gogo naam hai mera. I am kuch leke jaunga. Okay, I'm, I'm actually going to put Yasha on the spot here. Oh god, let's do it. So Ooh. you saw Hera Fairy. <laughs> Don't do this. Because for me, it's a pretty clear answer. But for you, which one do you prefer? In... Oh, oh here we oh, go! Shit. Okay. You're gonna piss some group of fans off either <laughs> Both way. Both of right? them have a die-hard fan base. Yeah. But... Uh, I think others might have a slightly more one. Yeah, yeah. but I watched Hera Fairy for the first time three months ago and I laughed my ass off. Yeah. Okay, it was the funniest thing I've seen in my life. Yeah. I think I'm forgive Hera Fairy that. Whoa! <laughs> you did not! <laughs> On the chat, blasphemy, guys. <laughs> I'll tell you why. I'll defend my statement, okay? Okay. Hera Fairy is a bonkers plot. A fucking... It has a plot. Like, the plot is there at all points, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And throughout this plot, you have class performances by Akshay Kumar and... Uh, Sunil. Rawal, Sunil Shetty. Sunil Shetty, my bad. Sunil that is not here. <laughs> not here. <laughs> and, yeah, so it's, it, it's very symbiotic. That way, you know, you have uh, these kind of sketches that are going on with the plot. And with uh, Andaz Apna, Apna, it's uh, a play-like quality, you know, like literally it's like watching a play. Yeah, we mm. were discussing this. It feels like, especially the early parts of the movie really feel like a play in the way that the characters are interacting. Even with the layout, other. you know, it's just uh, them facing each other. Yeah. And you have the camera in third person, yeah. like the fourth wall or whatever. And they're just interacting and it's the sketch comedy going on. That Amit Khan with his dad bit when they're imagining feels straight up out of a play. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, in the play sure. they'd be like... Floating in the air a bit with like ropes attached to that. I think That's hard I think Andaz Apna Apna could make a fantastic play. Definitely, genuinely, yeah, yeah I agree. 
I, I think the thing I liked about Hera Ferry is it is very much a movie of two halves in the sense that it like very seamlessly it's like these poor people there are also fucking losers by the way yeah. who literally hit rock bottom they mm-hmm. hit rock bottom and then they that's at right at the fucking lowest of the low they get this call <laughs> and then the kidnapping bit starts and it's so well done yeah. and also it does have a similar thing to Andaz actually where yeah Kabira is villainous yeah but it is comical. They're literally wearing camouflage suits, <laughs> like for no reason. There is no reason for Gulshan Grover to be wearing those outfits, and it's not even explained. And when they dress up in those outfits, and they yeah. oh god, the, the interaction between the villains and the heroes is yeah. very, sure to be very non-serious yeah. in both movies. I, I think you know what I would have preferred about in Andaz Apna there was more Crime Master Gogo. I think there was less because the way I'd heard because that's the name. That I associate the movie with because that's all I heard about. You were expecting more. Crime Master Gogo. I didn't realize he's there in like three scenes. Like he in the end he has that whole stretch where mm-hmm. him and Salman are like doing snake charmer shit to each other. But like <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. basically. And I thought he would be a recurring theme throughout the movie. No, he, he just showed up. He showed up for such a short span of time, and he was very impactful as a character. He was great. I yeah. thought he was really funny. I feel like if you show more of uh, Crime Master Gogo, it would have the minion effect. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. Like, I, like remember when uh, we towards the end of the movie, you got you got really irritated with Crime Master Gogo's faces as well. I did. I'll get into another point, but continue. Yeah, so like, I think that that's what would happen with Crime Master Gogo uh, as like the character of this too much. Yeah, yeah. I so there's another thing that I kind of wanted to ask you guys about uh, because having watched your video essay, I remember you mentioned that you know this movie has. Some really funny lines, and I mean, I agreed with a lot of what you said in your video essay, actually. Mm. So, which is weird for someone that didn't enjoy the movie as much as you did. <laughs> but uh, there is this thing in Bollywood, um, which has been for, the thing for years, that it's not so much about the lines that they're saying, right? The line itself, for me, is yeah. never funny, but it's the person delivering it, it's the tone in which they say it, it's the context of it, right? And a lot of it, the exhausting thing about Andaz Apna Apna. More than anything else, because a lot of other things I can forgive and be like, yeah, that was in the 90s, is just how everyone is constantly, like, you know, with like their eyes wide and their body contorted. And, contorted. Mm-hmm. and if someone says, Tere pe kya hai? and then he has to change his face to match that. And while on one hand it's impressive that they've improved, like, all a lot of this is improvised, some of it, it, it does get exhausting when someone's just like, uh, yeah, on fucking 110 percent. If you were to read, if you were to read this, the script of this, uh, it won't have the same effect, obviously. Yeah. So when I wonder, because you can't script things like that. You know, you can't script uh, uh, the interaction between uh, when Amir Khan finds out that uh, when Prem has the gun and mm-hmm. Amir Khan goes around like messing people's faces up and shit like that. All of that was improvised. So, yeah, and, and not to say that Hollywood doesn't do this, by the way, Hollywood as well, especially like Will Ferrell and these kind of actors, and actors in that mold, they, if you notice, um, there's a lot of scenes where they're like, kind of attacking one subject from different, with different lines, Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. all improv, that's just like, hey, we'll go to a nine minute thing. Right? But at the same time, I would put up any 90s Bollywood comedy against the garbage that Hollywood puts out, like a uh, fucking Adam Sandler, Will Ferrell movies. Oh, oh yeah. Dear God. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, okay, you know, because in Bollywood they were trying, you know, mm-hmm. you have some, you have people who are trying to do this slapstick physical, yeah. very physical comedy, you know, they're, pull, they're pulling faces, they're doing voices, 
and some of it hits some of it doesn't you know you throw enough shit at the wall it's going to stick mm. with hollywood movies at least from mid 2000s to mid 2010s with the fucking adam sandler movies and the will ferrell movies they're just like constantly just taking a dump it's just fart jokes it's just fart jokes, jokes. yeah and and there's no, there's no nuanced to it. you don't even need to have nuanced comedy to have good comedy you can have comedies like andaz apna apna like yeah and you have comedies in hollywood where there's fart jokes and basically adam sandler with his buddies just oh like a home it's basically yeah. our version of that is like houseful the houseful franchise okay it's like mm. it's, it's yeah. their version of grown ups or whatever whatever adam sandler is doing and before he found netflix and kind of actually doing okay yeah. i'd say adam sandler is doing okay on netflix we watched houseful 4 and you watch andaz apna apna now yeah andaz apna apna is a lot better a lot uh, better. i mean like it's not even a comparison okay. but I, i i think while i completely agree with you and actually i would say that the performers in these bollywood movies are a lot more talented than the performers in the hollywood movies Definitely, if we're comparing yeah. the ones that you just mentioned but like there is not that like witty line yeah or turn of phrase it's just like sometimes they do that but it's like things that rhyme yeah mm-hmm. you know like you just said i mean i'm going to i'm going to get shit again for this but like you know he said like crime master go when he says bad master toto what mm-hmm. I, it, it is just a rhyme yeah there's, there's, there's nothing there's no setup and punchline to a joke yeah there's it's no. like well salman did that really funny yeah like mm-hmm. when it, i'm just thinking of little moments like there's a moment where and that has to be improvised where amir is like suddenly very confident because he thinks he has a gun yeah. with bullets in it and so like he takes one of the bad guys suspenders and like snaps Snap. it against him so instinctively parish rao just removes his suspenders so good that was funny. so good dude no yeah. way they planned yeah. that that was excellent like that kind of co- i mean parish rao is just I mean, he's, he's always genius, good yeah. um but yeah while there are moments like that there's also like sort of they just so let's go into the misogyny of it then <laughs> oof on that uh, note yeah Uh, I mean initially I enjoyed the I didn't enjoy the misogyny if I'm not <laughs> hey do not clip this do not so, do not clip this up like, let's okay. get into the misogyny current initially <laughs> I, I, like, I was into the misogyny <laughs> and then I was like yeah maybe no but I I like that whole Juhi Chawla bit because yeah. I love how over the top um like she is basically the archetypical the archetypical <laughs> whatever uh you know what a bollywood heroine is yeah you know she is in every way and she's overdoing it she's hamming it up i thought that was amazing yeah mm-hmm. and i was like huh maybe this is going to be like a thing but it's not really because it it's not uh but they showed for the first time uh, not for the first time maybe for the first time that the act the actress um uh, ravina tandon how dare you sorry ravina tandon <laughs> I am I am getting more and more disappointed in Yasha's team. Like first he put I was the one over. that everyone was supposed to be disappointed. No, 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 no. <laughs> Ravina Tandon was my childhood crush, okay? You can't do this to me. Yeah. Uh Ravina Tandon was clearly uncomfortable, right? Yeah, yeah. She shown to be uncomfortable as uh you know Tilu is hitting on her and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So they're not trying to make this like she's okay with it. You know him uh, chasing her and his game plan was to harass her so that she hits him with a stick. Yeah. yeah. And then gaslight her. Yeah, so trying to be blind. Yeah, just the usual. Just yeah. the usual, you know. It's in the it's in Bani's playbook thingy. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bani or Tilu? <laughs> Gaslight. Bani or Tilu? Who is the more problematic character? Oof, oh my god. My god. Uh, Tilu. Uh, Bani. Oh, Bani. Because Bani, Bani has pretended Bani. to be blind as well, yeah. among many other things. <laughs> so, 
and also he's so shown to be cool yeah bani is yeah bani is shown guy. to be a character you should aspire to be yeah and tilu like these guys are clearly losers right mm. what's his name tilu his name's tilu he's not his name's not actually tilu amar they call him tilu amar. amar and prem why does it anyway that's tilu ke paas mila tha na tilu pe mila tha bro tilu pe mila tha tilu pe mila tha to main usko tilu bol diya that's fair enough that's exactly that's a line from the movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah no Ravina says that. Sorry Karishma says that. Yeah, Karishma. No Ravina Ravina says that. No Karishma says that. Ravina says that. Ravina says that. Yeah Are you Rav- challenging? No no Ravina wait wait Ravina in the movie the character oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah okay. the character's name is actually Karishma na. Uh-huh. Ravina's character's name is actually Karishma. Damn sweet save. Is not confusing at all. <laughs> not even a little. Uh boy. Yeah but uh, the main problematic song was uh, dil karta hai right mm. you know he's chasing her he's trying to hug her and she's trying to get away very clearly yeah that and, was and uh, yeah i knew i was going to flinch when this came on you know yeah and thinking thinking back i knew that this was even the setup for it mai usko pareshan karunga yeah and i was like what <laughs> i was like i'm going to harass her it's like oh god harassment hoga yeah. danda padega gaslighting ke baad shaadi seedha <laughs> Three step process. Please yeah. don't write that down. I also wasn't. I mean, look. In one sense, there are no stakes, right? So nothing happening is that important. Nothing. Yeah. So I'm not talking about the harassment, but I'm talking about how suddenly she's just into him much later. You know, like there's no real chemistry. They just suddenly become into each other. But Amir and Salman had mad chemistry. They had the most mad chemistry. chemistry. They had the most chemistry. So they had good. no chemistry with the other with the women in the movie, really. Yeah, for me, fuck. I didn't I mean, feel that. Amir and Salman played off each other like. fucking beautifully in this movie. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I can't believe it because they fucking hated it. each other, right? That's the whole point. Like they didn't like each other. I don't and know. They talked about this themselves on interview. So like Yeah, yeah. They, it is a well-known fact. Do you and think the friction helped? Yeah, because they are not supposed to like it. They are constantly fighting It's against like each other. It's like the Tom and Jerry search, you know? Yeah. 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 Who would be Jerry? Would be Tom. I think Amir is Tom. Amir is Tom. Yeah. But uh, Salman's not shown smart enough to be Jerry. <laughs> I love the thing I love about this and the problem that I have with so many other Salman movies is that he is never the butt of the joke he's almost too cool he's above the movie yeah in this he's just like he is so the, especially the second half of the movie where I was kind of struggling with it a lot of the best moments for me were Salman like just mm. being a complete idiot that was ek sawal what is it ek ek sawal do do jawab that was great ek sawal ek sawal ek sawal sawal jawab sawal jawab Lambi Khamoshi. <laughs> That bit was good too, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I like this movie. Ah, you know what? <laughs> yeah, but uh, Parish Rawls double role. Mhm. And you said you like Teja more than you like. I like Teja more because I think Teja got more time actually. Okay, Teja, yeah, Teja like Prime Master Gogo. Who would you pick? Oh boy. You know, you know what? If you say just Teja, maybe I'd pick Prime Master Gogo, but if you told me the trio of Teja <laughs> and those two <laughs> Uh, his two slackies, rabbit. <laughs> That is my favorite. I love Parish Rao's just annoyance at oh they're gonna <laughs> fail an other plan. We made this is the fifth plan. ये पास कोड़ा गामा का गन है. किसके मामा का गन है? Oh god, yeah. I think the trio, that trio is probably the best. They are, they are basically in a movie that's basically that's Road Runner. Yeah. They they're in yeah. A, their own movie, which is just Road Runner. <laughs> <laughs> The Looney Tunes aspect is mainly Amir and Salman, I think. Yeah. Them chasing each other is just like them fighting. The scene where it looks like like maybe they had sex. Yeah. You know where like all the boxes are flying in the air. The one after like uh, they slap each other and like the 
then they get caught by the land and the, yeah, the other one the bharat and ram oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay that, that oh, bharat and ram yeah. that was a funny bit that's i don't remember an unfunny bit from this film i'm sorry wow <laughs> uh, um uh, this cringy bits there's no unfunny bits no there's a bit there's there's bits where it gets a bit much yeah you know it's i wouldn't like, would say unfunny cuz it's it's an extent maybe it's an extension of a joke that landed but it just went on too far it's like when you order a box of pizza and you eat the first few slices and you're like i fucking love this pizza then by the end you're like this fucking pizza yeah <laughs> i still like this pizza i'm full though i'm really full and you felt yeah. full in this movie i felt exhausted yeah, yeah. i felt yeah. like i just had to be aware of every joke that they were throwing at me and i was like whoa but that's okay. that's because it was your first time right because yeah. for other people it's not like ah, i need to pay attention to yeah. this you know it's just be like ah teja bit then go go bit then another teja bit it's just something that flows when you've already watched the movie yeah i guess maybe upon rewatching it will be a little more forgiving you can forward the bits you don't like yeah maybe i think that's the charm of this movie is again you can pick up anywhere you can leave it anywhere it's going to be the same thing it's the like anuj i mean i don't know if anuj phrased it like that but it is the satellite hit That's yeah. what this film is. This yeah. movie. Yeah. It was That's on the satellite. Yeah. It was on Setmax. Yeah. It was on. It was after uh, Indra the Boss and before Su- Surya the Boss before uh, Indra the Tiger. In <laughs> Indra the Boss. Come on. Yeah. Indra the Tiger. <laughs> you want to do Indra the Tiger? Oh who's no. Indra the Tiger man. <laughs> I veto that one. <laughs> Not that I have a stake here. <laughs> <laughs> I will have you on obviously. Yeah. For doing another thing. Wahan Gadbandan. Oh boy. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, but uh, that's on us up now. Now. Yeah. And okay, fine. Uh, this is a season of '90s remakes. Mm-hmm. You know, we're getting uh, Coolie Number Two, Coolie Number One sequel. Yeah, because everyone was clamoring for it. You yeah. Know? I mean, I, I was. God, I, I was gonna kill myself that didn't come out. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And I wanted David Dhawan to cast his son to remake. Oh my God, movie. Varun Dhawan, David David Dhawan's son? Yeah. No. It's shocking. I, I should have been Alia Bhatt's Mahesh Bhatt's daughter. What? <gasps> Wait, Ali Bhatt? Oh, Ali Bhatt. You know, Ali Bhatt's fine. Yeah. Okay, with Ali Bhatt. Uh, yeah. So you were saying you want to recast? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't rise above that kind of movie. Can't rise above. Yeah. So if you were to Andaz Apna Apna two, but Amir and Salman are not available because there has been. But Amir has been playing a college student for years. Why not? Yeah. Twenty years ago, that was me. Abhi se chappis kar do usko. No problem. But there has been chatter for Andaz Apna Apna too. There is. There okay. is. There has been for the last I, seven or so years. I yeah. think it will have the same fate as Dumb and Dumber too. It will okay. be a third. I don't know for sure. Second that. Yeah, I don't trust them because in in many ways like the things that Anuj likes about this movie that you like about this movie that I tolerate about this movie. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no like the, I think the there's an honestness to it. There's a like. the thing that you mentioned about it not being it's made it doesn't take itself seriously all these things mm-hmm. it's not like a commercial there's no like idea of like how do we make a successful movie and that's what works about it but if you it, make that's it not going to happen yeah. now now with the budgets they you have now you need to now, cross 5 on across there's yeah. going to be a mauritius scene where a you know akshay kumar is going to be in it yeah oh god akshay kumar is going to take parish rawal's role Oh no. No, he'll never play a dad. Oh yeah, yeah, that's too old. Jesus man. Christ. He's going to be like the love interest for sure. Oh, mm-hmm. Also, I I think we should remember why it doesn't feel like a business plan mm-hmm. is because technically it is a failed business plan. Mm-hmm. Like so in I think 91 or 92 a Rishi Kapoor movie comes out. And this was a time when like, even like those Amol Palekar films you have Amitabh Bachchan cameo cameoing in as himself and like yeah. plugging his next movie. In 1992 they say the movie is going to come out 
Yeah. The movie doesn't come out till December 94. Yeah. So by the time the movie's to be promoted, they already know that the movie's like a business disaster. They don't have the schedules for promotions yeah. or anything. So wow. it was doomed to fail, basically. I mean, it was... It, they saw failure in sight. Okay. Mm. It's not that it was meant to fail or anything. Mm. It's just, that's why you see a lot more improvisations happening towards the end. Mm. And in the beginning, it seems a lot more tighter. So the, the, they ah, have no stakes, literally. That's... You know what? I prefer the first half of this movie. Yeah. Be, like, I, if I had just seen the first half of this movie, I'd be with you guys. I'd be ranting and raving about this film. I think the second half really took its toll on me. So when the movie doesn't have stakes, that's when all the, you know, the over-the-top comedy bits happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And while that could, like, that worked for you guys, for me it was a lot harder. Yeah, I mean, the second half of the movie did have a lot of, uh, I mean, the, the chiller bit. The for every gag that mm-hmm. worked, there were like a few that didn't. For yeah, me. definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, in the second half. In the first half, it just had that, I was telling you this, right, the thing I like about Hera Fairy, it has that element in this film. Where it's just that perfect setup of like fucking idiots and they get embroiled in something that's way bigger than they ever imagined. I love that kind of setup. That's my favorite mm. type of comedy. So when they set it all up, it was like perfectly done. And it, that's when it felt most like a play also. Yeah. Like with all these catch- with real feeling characters in a weird way in this elevated world. And then the second half it became... Yeah, it just hit the fan. I, mm-hmm. I felt like it was all those people... Started tripping on drugs. <laughs> like, and then you started oh, tripping on drugs. I was like, whoa, what's happening? So, yeah. Yeah, it was a very... It was fever dreamish towards the end. It was fever dreamish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Andaz Apna Apna to cast. Go. Karthik Aryan's in it, isn't he? Fuck. Nah, shit. <laughs> Karthik Aryan as Amar. Yeah, Karthik Aryan as Amar and maybe that other guy from Sonu Gate to Tokyo City, they cast him as... There's player. another guy? Yeah. Oh. He's the dumb guy, so they cast him as Salman. Okay. Because Karthik Aryan actually, his Pyar Ka Panchnama character or whatever, does have a sense of like cockiness to him. Hmm. So they could easily just translate that into like diluted cocky. Ananya then, Pandey as... Oh no, man. man. We're really just... Okay. Scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Yeah. Yeah, so her character will be paper thin just like Ravina Tandon. So, so now I feel like I have the most safest nominees. Oh, okay. yes. Like Ranveer Singh and Ranveer Kapoor. Oh, yeah, God. okay. You know how long it took for people to get Tiger and Rithik in one movie? <laughs> <laughs> they're not, and they're not even on the same level. Like, Tiger's, Tiger's obviously way above. No, but, <laughs> exactly. No, but those two actors are not even on the same level. And it took, it, that movie was like an anomaly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two actors do not come together, man. It just doesn't happen. That's another factor about Andaz Apna Apna. It feels like a fucking unicorn of a movie. Yeah. You're like, how the hell were these people together? Salman and Amir? Do you think a departed like star cast will ever happen? In, uh, oh, it did. Salam Ishq. Salam Ishq. No, yeah. but they never had to interact with each other, you know? Yeah. Completely different stories. But like a departed type of movie where everyone interacts with everyone? Yeah. Will, you, will we ever get to see something like that? Uh, it'd be hard. I think usually the, the basic template is there's a guy that carries the movie. Yeah. Right? The star, Ranbir Singh or Ranbir Kapoor, whoever. Then there's a character actor, which is either like Anil Kapoor, if he's playing the dad, or like Nawaz or whoever, mm. if, if we're talking mainstream, right? And then the, the heroine is usually... Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter for a lot. Unless they've cast Alia Bhatt or Priyanka Chopra or someone like that, then they give it some weight. It's weird that you always have to have like always like an Alia Bhatt or a Priyanka Chopra to carry a female character that's been written well. Why can't you have, why can't you give someone... Like, I think, I mean, there are, there's Bhumi Pedneka, there's Tapsi Pannu, there, these people are there, but it's just that they won't cast them in a movie like this. Why? Because you will have to, they will be like, well, we don't know how to write for women, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and that's the... Hire women writers. Now what? Ah, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Is that a thing that people do? Hire women writers? Not in my Bollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Said three oh, dudes recording so, a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Ah, this so, does not look nice. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I had homework for bad and Bollywood listeners. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, this is Andaz Apna Apna special. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the first episode that we have really broken the bad and Bollywood formula beyond uh, Karan's career advice to Siddharth Manotra. Which is <laughs> brilliant, by the way. Um, uh, my mailman had positive feedback. So okay. He, he said I did well. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 60, 60 players, bro. 60. 60 players. Jesus. 60 players. Yeah. So, my, the homework for you is to like, wherever you live in this uh, country, uh-huh. find an egg store that says Andaz Apna Apna. I know each city has one. I have seen one in every city, including Guwahati. Mm-hmm. That's the furthest corner that I've been to where I found an Andaz Apna Apna. Yeah. So like, if you can find one, let us know on Instagram. And, I'll, uh, and then collect all those eggs, show up in front of your house and fucking egg his house. <laughs> Just show. <laughs> you know, go for it. I'm going to give you his address. His address is... Uh, 